From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome, everyone, into another Pucks Out Fantasy Football episode. I'm Bobby Butler. He's Brandon Bond. hey We are happy to be here, and today we're doing quarterback rankings for standard scoring leagues. Uh, we'll be giving you our top 12 and a little bit of info into that. How are you doing today, Brandon? Doing pretty good, partner. Doing pretty good. I think we're just going to run through our list real quick, and then let's we can talk about some... Some yeah. stuff that we want to, hey, why'd you yeah. have this guy there? Why'd you have yeah. this guy there? Type and uh, for those of you listening, obviously you're fantasy football fans or just fans of us, and we say thank you. Uh, make sure to check us out on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Uh, find our What a Maneuver store uh, and check us out on YouTube where this episode will be posted. Normally to see us, you have to be a Patreon, but to watch our fantasy football stuff, you can just see us free. Uh, real quick, you actually changed our Insta. We're a Pucks Out Podcast on Instagram now. So it's Pucks Out Pod on everything except for Instagram, okay. which we're Pucks Out Podcast. Okay, so yeah, I'm still learning Instagram. I thought the username is different than the URL. No. I will change that back to Pucks Out Pod, or we'll keep that and just uh, do that. We'll just, yeah, I mean, we'll see it's how it goes. fine. Yeah. I, just wanted to, I just wanted to correct you, okay. as I usually <laughs> do, Bobby. Uh, happy to announce, and we actually, you're, you're, if you're listening to this, you find out earlier than everyone else. Uh, we announced it on our episode releasing on Thursday. Coming soon, we'll have a fantasy football sh- podcast show, still in the Pucks Out family, but it might be called something else. We'll have a third host with We're, us. I'm not. I'm not down for it called something else. Okay. <laughs> We're going to have to figure out a name. Not the for something it, else Bobby. football podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I, uh, I'm excited, man. Yeah. You know how much I love fantasy football. And I, uh, so pumped, pumped about this. But you want to start us off with your number 12? You got number man? 12. I've got Big Ben Roethlisberger. Okay. My number 12, I, I couldn't, I couldn't pick because any of these guys could be number 12 or they could be number, number one through five. Uh, but I have Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, slash Matt Stafford. I think that any three of those guys could potentially go higher than that. It was hard for me to pick a one of those singular guys. If I had to pick a singular guy, uh, probably probably going to go with Tom Brady. Uh, okay. Un, 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 you know, as unfortunate as that is. So you don't think that Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are going to be a big jump to him this year? Uh, I mean, obviously, they're going to be a big jump to him, but I just, I mean. Where would you have had him uh, if he was still with the Patriots? Uh, I would not have a, even brought him up in uh, if we were doing a top 24. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I he looked bad last year. Yeah. And I mean, he would have been probably 13 or 15, you know, 13 to 15, somewhere around that range, in my opinion. Yeah. But he he just his passing game and his style of play was not going to be fit with the receivers that the Pates had, yeah. Patriots had. I've got him up a little bit higher than you, but my number 11, I've got Matt Stafford. Okay. Um, perennially, you know, he's consistent. You know, he unfortunately he's with the Lions, but he makes it work. Yeah, but I mean, we're talking about weapons. I mean, lots, yeah. of, lots of weapons, uh, you know, especially drafting DeAndre Swift. Lots of lots of weapons. That's why Matt Stafford to me, if he stays healthy, honestly, I honestly the reason I didn't say him over Tom Brady at number twelve was because I don't think he's going to be able to stay healthy. 
Okay, uh, so it's not so, that the other guys go low and they're they're just not in the top. I think 12. Matt Staff Matt Stafford could pass five thousand yards next year, and I would not be surprised. Yeah, uh, my number eleven. This might be a little surprising. Daniel Jones is who I have at number eleven. Uh, yeah, when we were talking about it, he was. I think for me, I got him at like in the top fifteen. Yeah, he just didn't break into that top twelve. Yeah, I I think that I think that he showed last year why he could be a QB one. I have some faith. I mean, they got. They got some good weapons there for him to use. Who do you have at number 10, buddy? I've got Carson Wentz. Okay. Uh, you know, I it's hard. A lot of people have him in the top like five. I don't see it. I don't have at him all. top five. I do have him a little higher than you, but not not top five. Yeah. Uh, I think injury history pushes him down a little bit for me too. Uh my number 10, I have Drew Brees. Uh Drew Brees is not gonna give you top five fantasy quarterback weeks he's just not that's just not who he is anymore he's not the drew Brees of six years ago but he is going to be a top 10 guy because of cumulative effort i mean quarterback is one of the few positions where accumulation means more than other positions where whereas consistency is going to get you a high ranking as a quarterback spot but Drew Brees isn't going to win you weeks, in my opinion. I think he's just going to do just well enough to be one of the top 12 quarterbacks for the season. Uh, before we go any further, I want to make sure Cam Newton and Jameis Winston, uh, I guess uh, Cam Newton being a free agent, is he on your list at all? Did he make he's your not, list? He's not on my list because I, I can't judge that. Yeah, he I'm, may, just, yeah I'm the same. It, he may be. Yeah. He absolutely could And we're still early on. Out. These numbers are going to change uh, as sure. as. as uh, assets move around. We're not even through training camp yet. Yeah. So this is just a way early ranking of what we have and what we're thinking now based off of the draft and, and what they where to guys have gone and what they can potentially do. So yeah. this is by no means is is a final list and we'll you'll probably get something completely different oh, yeah. come come draft time. So now moving into my number nine, I've got the greatest player to ever lace up cleats, Tom Brady. Okay. I think he he's got new weapons. He's hungry. Yeah. He's ready to show the world that it's it wasn't all Belichick, and he's really ready to show that he's not a system quarterback. Yeah, he better hope that uh, that he is able to show because if he's not able to go and have a really good year here in Tampa, no matter what he's done previously, now he's going to be judged on what because ha- he could have stayed in New England and never done and had the worst season that he ever had and. No opinions would change of him. Yeah. But now you've given an opportunity to say, you're a system quarterback, bro. You did it because of Bill Belichick. Yeah. And especially if some guy, a guy like Jared Stidham or Brian Hoyer are able to step into that starting spot in, uh, in New England and they go and win the division this year. Yeah. You know, there ain't going to be nothing worse for Brady than, than that, yeah. in my opinion. What do you think happens uh, as far as the media viewpoint if both the – Buccaneers and the Patriots have a losing season this year. Uh, I think that um, that the Patriots are going to be looked at in a much better light. I mean, Jared Stidham and Brian Hoyer are the quarterbacks. They didn't yeah. didn't make a lot of moves for uh, for skill positions in the draft, and I mean, yeah. But I think it puts us in a situation. It's like, well, shit. We still don't know if Belichick or Brady was the uh, brainchild behind it. Yeah, but we'll be able to see a lot longer whether or not Belichick is is who he says he is. Yeah, you know. Uh, whereas both Bruce Arians and Tom Brady. I mean, I'm I don't think that either of these guys are going to be coaching and playing quarterback for much longer than two to three years. Yeah. They're both going all in. So, yeah. uh, so I think that the pressure is 
is on Tom Brady a lot more because it's always easier as the coach to say, well, this happened or this happened or, you know, I didn't even have any control. Whereas the quarterback, you are literally in complete control, you know. So I think that the pressure is on for Brady, but we've talked about those receivers, man, that they can mask a lot of deficiencies, even if he's old, even if he's, you know, even if he's not the Brady that we've seen. Tom Brady is still smart. He is still a a smart quarterback that can it doesn't matter if your passes come 40 yards down the field or 6 yards down the field if you score and you win then that's all that's needed. Yeah. So uh so I think he does have a great opportunity and I don't think that's a bad spot for him. Yeah. My number 9 I got Matty Ice, Matt Ryan. Okay. Um didn't even make my top 12. Weapon, weapons galore. Julio, Calvin Ridley. Um, I mean, Russell Gage is going to be able to, to move into that that slot role. Uh, Todd Gurley, a, a fantastic pass catching back. Yeah. And uh, making a move for Hayden Hurst after after letting go of, of Austin Hooper. Hayden Hurst was a first-round pick over Mark Andrews. He just got beat out for yeah. for that spot, uh, that tight end spot there. So I think he has a good, good opportunity to to utilize those weapons. And and it is it is an even year, and I'm pretty sure that Matt Ryan kills it on even years. It's the, <laughs> odd, it's the odd years that get him, and I may be flipping that, but um, but Matt Ryan at nine is who, who I got. Okay, so at eight. And he's he's dropped some places this year. Deshaun Watson. Okay. Wow, that's really and, low. Yeah, and um, and I'll go into that a little bit later when I get to my other guys that jumped him. You'll see. You'll see uh, from my list that there's a very very common factor that that brings you up higher, and it's it's obvious. It's it's running. It's yeah. It's a cheat code in, in, when it comes to fantasy quarterback because you get the same amount of points as a running back gets with all the additional passing stats. So he's obviously a little higher. Yeah, but there. like, and I'll get into this later. He lost his best weapon. Yeah, but he brings in a guy. But see, he lost his best passing weapon, which means he might have to run more, which yeah. is worth way more than passing. Well, the guys I put in front of him also use their legs, and that's why. So, But we'll get there. So who do you have at your number eight? Uh, my number eight is Carson Wentz. Okay. Obviously, injury is going to play a big factor into that, but they brought in some some good receivers uh, to play a part with, along with Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson. Uh, Jalen Rager is going to be coming in. Miles Sanders, who is a great running back that is a pass catcher that is able to to take a three yard little dump pass and make it a 12 to 15 yard play which masks a lot of deficiencies but Carson yeah. Wentz is an MVP in this league yeah you know if it weren't for injuries I mean technically he's a Super Bowl winner he has a ring but like <laughs> he hasn't won a ring yet yeah you know so I think he's hungry for that and Doug Peterson is a great football coach and much better for coaching football and real football and winning football games than he is for fantasy. Obviously, we dislike a running back by committee, and he won't choose who a running back is. But for real football, that that really shows up, and the person that that gains the most from a coach that is willing to to put the individual stats aside the quarterback always benefits from that because then the best player with the best opportunity is going to get into the game. So that's yeah. why I think he uh, that's why I think he could be a he could be he could be number 3. 
he could go all the way down to number 18, depending on injuries and depending on how the Eagles are this year. Who do you got at seven, buddy? I got Josh Allen. Okay. Uh, Especially... And this is when he acquired when he got Stefan Diggs. That to me, that's when he passed Deshaun Watson. That plus his legs, I think he, he's going to be a weapon, especially for in run heavy leagues uh, he, that we are in a couple of. Thank he thank he already is, uh, and you'll see that from from my ranking. Yeah. Obviously, uh, my number seven is Russell Wilson. Um, it is he's still got the legs. He's in a run heavy offense though, so it's really hard for him. He ha- he masks a lot of deficiencies in a quarterback that doesn't get to throw a lot and doesn't get a lot of opportunities to be the man and still consistently is a top 12 quarterback in this league. Uh I think that he has a has obviously the same opportunity he's had since he came into this league to be a top 10 quarterback and so that's why I have him at 7. Uh because He's a good football player, and, he, yeah. and good football players shine through, and especially in, a, in an offense like Pete Carroll's. Who's your number six, buddy? I got Kyler Murray. He he's another guy who jumped ahead of Watson. When I, you know, if he had asked me a couple months ago at the end of last season, Deshaun Watson would have been at uh, six. Uh, Murray, uh, he got Hopkins now, man. That, yeah. that is that's a huge plus for him. Yeah. He's got the athleticism. They were almost going to both him and Josh Allen almost jumped. My number five guy, but I'm giving my number five guy the veteran uh, benefit of the doubt. Okay. Um, mm. Well, my number six is Josh Allen. I think that um, I, I think that he is exactly as everything that you said. He's going to be a a staple in this league, especially for for you know quarterbacks that run. And we're talking four. We're, I think we're talking four point touchdown passes. So. The guy that runs more is even going to get boosted even higher than for me than a six point quarterback passing lead, yeah. where passing touchdowns mean more than than rushing touchdowns. Whereas rushing touchdown and, and a four point passing lead is worth two more points than a uh, than a passing touchdown. So I mean, Josh Allen is the goal line back. You know, I mean, yeah. people people talk about. Uh, uh, talk about Devin Singletary. Well, he's just not a goal line guy. Yeah, that's because they got a goal line guy. And now Zach Moss is going to come in and potentially be that. And we'll see. Uh, but it's, I mean, they got weapons now, like you said. So it's hard to hard for me to rank him lower than, than that six spot. What do you got at five, buddy? Russell Wilson. Okay. Solid guy. Like I said before, he almost got jumped by Josh Allen and Kyler Murray. But he, I'm giving him the veteran leadership uh, benefit of the doubt. He's proven himself in fantasy and non-fantasy. On, on, I mean, he's a workhorse. Uh, so yeah, I think he's a solid number five for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you, I think a lot of people are going to be able to get him fairly late in drafts. Yeah, I, I, I think that they are too. I mean, if you're looking for what, especially what we're going to advocate for, late round quarterback. Yeah. Russell Wilson may not be there as late as some of these guys that we're talking about, but he's going to be there late enough to where you may want to pull the trigger on him for sure. Yeah. My number five, I have Dak Prescott. Uh, okay. I mean, weapons galore. I mean, he had weapons before he got a new weapon. Yeah. You know, I mean, in consistency, the, the guy's going to be out there day in, day out. He's not looking at what other people have said, plus that ability to run that he doesn't take advantage of a lot, but he doesn't necessarily always need to. Uh, I'm I'm 
not a Dak Prescott hater, but I think it's also one of those guys you're going to be able to get a little later. He's not, oh, yeah. he's going to fall under the radar for a lot of folks. Uh, a lot of folks hate the Cowboys or think that you know he's not going to be able to to produce like he has. Yeah. And I disagree. I think that he is going to be able yeah. to produce. And your last point you made about getting him late is exactly why my number four guy is number four, Drew Brees. Okay, he is a guy that you some leagues you might be able to get him right before you draft a kicker. And let me tell you. The, the quality that he brings, the efficiency that he brings, knowing that he might he might get a week of a quarter, QB1, uh, like, you know, the top three stats, but you know he's week in and week out. He's he's consistent. He's going to get those yards, and you can get him late in the draft. Yeah, that is going to be key. I don't think that he's going to land at number four, though. And that's, that's where I placed my rankings was where these guys are going to land at come the end of the year. And Drew Brees is perennially, perennially going to be anywhere from 8 to 12. And so that's why I couldn't get him any higher than 10 for me because of the opportunity that a lot of these other guys have. But, like you said, he's going to be there. You're going to be able to get him late, especially in redraft leagues. Yeah. You're not talking dynasty, or even if you are talking dynasty. If you're doing a dynasty startup draft right now, some people may not want to go for Drew Brees, and he may fall super late. But... Ain't nothing like winning the dynasty championship. Yeah. You know, I mean, who cares if you don't get that guy for a long term? It's all about them ships, baby. Yeah. And so, um, so he's definitely something to look to. This may be a little surprising, but I have Kyler Murray up at four for all the same reasons you said, but he got them legs, bro. He got yeah. them legs, man. He is going to make some stuff happen. Kenyon Drake, DeAndre Hopkins, Larry Fitzgerald as a safety net. They they have Christian Kirk who showed out last year, made some moves on the offensive line, and the defense is going to be able to get him the football back this year a, a lot better than he was last year. So I don't know that he'll be able to to produce as much offense as he was last year, but he, his offense will be so much more quality than it was last year. And so I think that that he has a real, real opportunity to be a top five quarterback this year. Yeah. So number three, I got Dak Prescott. Okay. I, you know, I'm not a Dak Prescott. Obviously, I'm not a Dak Prescott hater either. Right. I, as much as I hate that team, he's got too many weapons not to be good. He's got too much athleticism, too much drive. Uh, you know, while I don't think the Cowboys are going to be a solid team, I think he is going to have to be throwing a lot. Yeah, but he is mobile. And so, yeah. like, you can mask a lot of deficiencies with that. But, I mean, obviously, I had him at five. So, it's not like I'm sitting here arguing with yeah. you that he's three, not three. Deshaun Watson is who I have at three. I think for all the same reasons that you have him ranked lower, I have him ranked higher. He is a competitor. And so, while he has DeAndre Hopkins, he's going to be looking to pass. Without DeAndre Hopkins, I think he's going to be looking to turn on them legs a little more. And obviously, injury comes into play. But I think that he is mad and he is upset right now at the way that Houston has has treated him as if he is a subpar quarterback who doesn't need weapons, who shouldn't be consulted on, on who gets brought in and who gets traded away. And I think he's going to be upset. I think he's going to be looking to show out and looking to get out of Houston. Okay. So, uh, so I think that that Deshaun Watson is uh, is going to be a 
going to be a pretty integral part of the, obviously an integral part of the Houston offense, but I think that he, I don't think Houston's going to be great, but I think he's going to attempt to be yeah superhuman because Houston's not great. Yeah, the reason, and one of the reasons why he didn't make so high was the opportunity for injury, I think is really sure. high, especially as a Redskins fan, I've seen what happens when you have to rely on your quarterback's legs yeah, only. But let's be fair. Deshaun Watson is is a much smarter, intelligent quarterback than Robert oh, III yeah. was. For you sure. know, he knows when to go out. He doesn't take unnecessary hits. Yeah. And I think that's going to be very key. He absolutely could get injured. And that's that's the risk you take. But I, I take out I, – I factor it in very minimally – but I assume all of these guys are going to be healthy all year. And obviously that's not going to happen. There will be two or three of these guys that get injured, miss a couple games, out for the year. I don't factor that into my my overall ranking. So yeah. I have Watson at number three. Who you got at number two? So I think our top two are going to be the same. Uh, at number two, I've got Patrick Mahomes. Same, yeah. I mean, and that's only because, honestly, he would be number one. But Lamar Jackson, man, the, code, the, man. Wheel, the wheels on that guy, I've had him – now, I didn't win a ship with him, but I got to the ship with him, and that's because my other – I was plagued with injuries. But, man, he, uh, he he's dangerous in any – no matter where he is, whether it's third and 28, he could use his legs and yeah. get a first down. Yeah, I have I have Patty, and, uh, Patty Mahomes at two and Lamar Jackson at one, just like you. That could obviously be flipped. Patrick Mahomes is a – if we're just talking quarterback, if, and now if we're talking six – point touchdown passing league i'm probably flipping them yeah i agree uh, but uh but with that four point not that patrick mahomes isn't mobile and isn't able to run it's just that lamar jackson and as much as he runs the man doesn't take many big hits because of his elusive elusivity elusivity yeah. he's so elusive <laughs> <laughs> um and so even even as a big runner, he is such a smart runner, which yeah. is which is very overrated. Getting tackled is one thing. Getting laid out is another. And so I think that the same thing that puts Lamar Jackson at number one for me is the reason that I can't put Patrick, Patrick Mahomes number one is because Mahomes is always trying to make something happen. Yeah. And he takes some unnecessary hits. And... Look, I, you love that in the quarterback. Yeah, I'm hey, not down, get, I'm tell not, you what, that gets the teams Super Bowls. It does not get you a fantasy championship if he takes the wrong one. Exactly, exactly. The thing is, I will be, in, 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 in any redraft leagues, I will be having zero of Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson because I ain't spending the, I ain't no. spending them, I ain't spending the draft capital. What you gain from getting Lamar Jackson as opposed to Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Matt Stafford, Daniel Jones, you're not going to be able to get enough of what you would be missing out on from running backs and receivers in that range. Yeah. And so, I, you know, if he fall, if look, I'll tell you what, I do not draft quarterbacks early. But if Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes fell to the first fifth round, I would yeah. question it. I would think about it. But I cannot. Uh, I cannot fathom. Coming out of the fourth round with not at least three running backs or an, and a receiver or two running backs and two receivers or three receivers and one running back. I mean, I'm still probably going to go heavier on the, the running back because of the nature of the position. But 
I uh I I'm probably not gonna not gonna get them. You yeah, know, just because I'm I'm not now, spending that. For specialty scoring leagues like you and I are in two of them, that that's completely different. Sometimes like in that in our in our run heavy league, sometimes it's worth it to reach for Lamar Jackson because I mean it just but depends. it depends on your league. So but obviously on this on the shows we're all, we're always gonna be talking about standard. Uh, we might talk a little bit here and there off the cuff about our special leagues when we actually get a dedicated show for fantasy and do a yeah. full hour. Yeah, absolutely. We, we can talk all sorts of stuff, but we're sitting here. We want to give the most information to the most yeah. amount of people. Most people get invited to join a f- fantasy football league and they play regular scoring with either six or four point touchdown passes. Yeah. And so uh, that would be unfair of us to talk about what would happen in one in a hundred leagues. Yeah. You know, we got to talk about what's going to be happening in 95 of a hundred leagues. Yeah. But all right, that about wraps it up. Uh, we will, uh, you'll, you'll be seeing this on YouTube. Uh, we'll also have our list out on Twitter. Uh, we'll see you guys next week with, uh, I guess, running back rankings. We'll do top 12, maybe Sounds top good. 15. Sounds good. But All right, guys. See ya. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pucks Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pucks Out Pod.